the voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo. Well, this is going to be a tough dish to break down tonight on Clubhouse Conversation. I mean, who are we going to choose as our player of the game? I mean, there's so many guys in the same level tonight, right? It's Davo. Glad you are along as the Royals break their four-game losing streak. They defeat Tampa Bay 3-0 in game one of four at the Trop. And obviously, the player of the game is Danny Duffy, who continues to show himself as one of the premier left-handed starting pitchers in not only the American League, but all of baseball. And it's something that we've seen throughout the last couple of years. Dayton Moore still contends that had Danny Duffy stayed healthy at the end of 2014, the Royals would have gone back-to-back and won that World Series. And I think there's definitely a a pretty good possibility Dayton's right about that. So a guy who is, you know, along with Chesler Cuthbert, the obvious slam-dunk surprises of the year for the Royals. No doubt about it. Because myself and pretty much everybody, nobody thought Danny Duffy was going to be starting in the rotation this year. You had to assume between Medlin and Young, one of them would stay healthy and be effective. You knew Mike Miner was hopefully coming back in the second half. You knew there was still an outside chance of Kyle Zimmer. You didn't see really Danny Duffy going back to the rotation, right? And I and I completely had let that ship sail. I told you that he loved pitching out of the bullpen and gone to Ned the last couple of years and said, hey, man, I kind of prefer it. I don't mind pitching out of that bullpen. I like pitching two out of three days and coming to the park every day and possibly being in the game. I want to help the team out. I want to win more. I want to be in more games. I want to see if I can help this team win more games. And Danny Duffy's all about the team. He always has been. So I thought that was it. You know, and the Royals needed him in the bullpen, I thought, without Greg Holland. And we saw Joaquin Surya struggle early on. We've seen that continue throughout the season. And I thought he was the key guy in that bullpen. A guy that would emerge as the, the key guy. But obviously, much more value out of Danny Duffy. When you've got a lefty with that kind of stuff, that kind of makeup, Obviously, in the rotation, he has even more value. And a guy the Royals, we talked about this the last couple of starts, the guy the Royals need to get signed to a long-term deal this offseason. One more year, they control him. I hope both sides can get together and sign a three- or four-year deal this winter. Maybe three. You know, Maybe, maybe Danny says, you know what, it's a slight risk for you guys because I've got some injury issues in the past. I... You stuck with me when I walked away from baseball briefly, much like Zach Grinke, whose record he broke tonight for individual strikeouts in a game. So Duffy says, you know, on that side, you know, I want that. But on the other side, I don't want to sign a six-year deal because I'm also risking leaving a lot of money on the table signing with you guys after this year with the way pitching's going. You know, for a heck, look at guys like Ian Kennedy that are number three, number four starters in their career, getting the kind of coin they are. You know, so maybe Duffy says, you know, hopefully, my point being, hopefully the guys can meet the Royals and Duffy right in the middle, and Duffy can take maybe a hair less and maybe, you know, more next year in that final year of arbitration as a Royal. Maybe get more next year and, and then, you know, sign for three or four years total. And an additional couple years, maybe then, so Duffy can get one more big payday at the end of that. But hopefully he's a guy who gets buried a Royal, which is what Danny used to always tweet when he first came up. Hashtag bury me a Royal. I love it. He's an ultimate team guy. He's a dude's dude. He's a man's man. Danny Duffy, he's a man of the people. A guy that should be in politics someday. All right, so Danny Duffy, a team record 16 strikeouts in eight innings. It's just, just a video game. It's ridiculous. 
Danny Duffy was that guy tonight. You know, like when I grew up and I played baseball video games on the old school Nintendo or Genesis or whatever, you always played against that guy who would, in a one-on-one game, throw you the junk and you'd swing at everything. It's a video game and everyone would complain. They'd say, come on, dude, just throw me strikes. Be a man. Throw me strikes. Let me hit the ball and play. Let's see who's a better hitter. I'll throw you strikes in turn. And, you know, Duffy tonight was like the guy in the video game that messes with you and just strikes everybody out because you'll swing at anything and you can't touch him. He was that unfair guy tonight, that unfair opponent. <laughs> Not very often do you see guys like Steven Souza Jr., who, who is a very emotional player, very heart and sleeve guy with the Rays. But his last strikeout, you know, he was defeated on the strike two swing and mess on the changeup. Then Duffy doubles up as he did so much tonight, strikes him out again. It was just like, he, you could just see it in his face. He was like, this is, this is ridiculous. This is unfair. What the hell, dude? He was just like, what? And then, you know, see Longo, Evan Longoria struggle like that. And all, not only the, the bad swings, but like the shock on the, on the Ray's face. And, you know, I haven't read their quotes yet, but I'm sure on their side they'll they'll give Duffy a ton of credit and say it was a weird day, too, on top of that, having a couple of guys in our offense traded, like Logan Forsyth and Brandon Geyer, right? But still, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. Duffy, no matter what, and Tampa Bay strikes out as much as anybody in baseball, a top-three team when it comes to striking out. So they do strike out a lot, but not usually that much, and not usually in the in the, the matter that they did. It was like they knew a pitch was coming some of the time, although I think Salvi gets a lot of credit, him and Duffy, for being on the same page, for really mixing it up against Tampa, throwing change-up and fastball counts and vice versa, doubling up sometimes. There was no patterns tonight if you go back and, and follow the game. Just no patterns. But it wouldn't have mattered. It was one of those nights where he could throw, he, he could tell them what was coming and they probably couldn't hit it. Just one of those nights for Danny Duffy. What, a, what an exciting game for the Royals. You know, it's been a, a long, disappointing year. But, you know, to have things like this happen, have an all-star game MVP, pretty cool. And, you know, real quick here, my thoughts before we get to more of Danny Duffy on the trade deadline, because I got a lot of tweets today at Royals Clubhouse. Am I surprised the Royals didn't make a move today? Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, Dayton Moore can't pull a rabbit out of a hat. Dayton Moore can only, you know, engineer a team and make moves based on what's available, both with the free agent market and with trades. You know, Dayton Moore can't make somebody overpay for Kendrys Morales, who didn't have much of a market. You can't make somebody pay for Edson Volquez. I mean, Jeremy Hellickson didn't get traded either, and he was a guy that you thought for sure was going to go, and you kept hearing people were close to getting him, and, you know, he's recovered this year, especially the last 10, 15 starts. The strikeout numbers are way up. He's missing a lot of bats for the Phillies, is Hellickson, but I, I would have thought a week ago Volquez was a near lock to get traded, but... You know, if Dayton Moore is not going to get much back for him, you know, I don't, I don't, who knows? I mean, we don't know what he was offered. I'm sure if he was offered something that would help this team in 2017, he would have made the deal. So Dayton Moore can't make trades, you know, that aren't offered to him. The other thing being, Wade Davis was the one that was certainly going to get traded before the flexor strain put him on a 15-day DL, and it's too bad. But at the same time, the Royals should have him back for the month of September, and I would assume have him back next year as well. They're going to pick up that option. It's possible, I suppose, that could deal him over the winter, but he'll be back for one more year, I would think, as the Royals go for one more run. And I do think Edison Volquez not being traded means there's a, a decent shot. Maybe he does sign a two-year deal. I can't imagine the Royals offering him the qualifying offer. What is it, 16 mil or 18 mil? I can't remember. 18 mil or 16? One or the other. I can't imagine the Royals paying that for one year of Edison Volquez and offering that to him because he's probably going to take it and I don't know that you want to pay him that much money I just don't I don't know now if you can get to do a two-year deal for like 26 or something maybe but that's another topic for another day and the Eibner you know I was in New Orleans over the weekend by the way so I apologize for no dishes the last few days another guy who was in New Orleans at the same time I was when he got traded with the Nashville Sounds was 
Billy Burns, the Royals get, you know, a guy who's really struggled this year, but then at AAA, couldn't get on base, but had a really nice year last year. Could be a, a nice upgrade for the Royals over Dyson, and it sounds like there's a decent chance they might see Lorenzo Cain in right field going forward. So a guy that can really run it down and play defense and steal some bases. Dyson, you know, getting towards the end of his peak years, one more year of arbitration could be pretty expensive. I don't know. I don't totally get the trade completely because Eibner is a guy that has more pop upside. A little, you know, he's still a 27 year old rookie though. A guy who's never really stayed healthy. A pretty good defender. You know, but you know, Burns probably more of a Royals type player, a contact guy who swings a lot and plays good defense and runs down balls. So we'll see what happens. I don't know too much to think of that trade. I'm not blown away by that trade. I thought it was kind of an odd trade. If you would have told me that would be the only trade the Royals would make during this week, I would have thought you were crazy, but that's what ended up happening. Anyway, back to Duffy. Let's get back on track here to this game here. So, uh, you know, just the one walk in eight innings, the one hit, Desmond Jennings leads off the eighth with a double. Danny throws 110 pitches. In a small way, is it maybe a blessing Danny didn't have a no-hitter after the eighth? Because you know he's coming back out for the ninth no matter what, right? But his season high, was it 115, I think it was? 15, 115 pitches? If he comes back out at 110 pitches for the ninth, he's probably going 125, 130 at least. That's a pretty big jump for a guy who normally sits around 100 to 105 pitches. So, not even that really until recently. Until about the last four or five starts, he didn't even have 100 very often. So maybe in a small way, you know, it wasn't a bad thing that he lost the no-no there in the eighth. Although, you you know, certainly you want him to get the no-hitter and he would have gone back out on positive about that. But... You know, you get the team record for strikeouts, and that's the, the third time Danny has kind of flirted with a no-hitter, and I do think there's a chance one's coming. I told you about two or three years ago that you're Donovan Ventura would be the guy that would throw one, but obviously Danny Duffy seems to have uh, the most slam-dunk chance of doing that. Danny notes after the game, by the way, that he loves the mound in Tampa. Just something about that place, quote-unquote, he says. Really helped him get the changeup working. Whatever it was, the changeup is what started and kept things going tonight for Danny Duffy. Now, Calvin Herrera comes in, gets his second save with a 1-2-3 ninth to go along with a K. Overall, just a sexy line. I love saying this out loud. Nine innings, no runs, one hit, 17 Ks, and one walk for Kansas City Royals pitching tonight. What a, what a night. What a story Danny Duffy is and Chesler Cuthbert continues to be. Now, speaking of Cuthbert, and, and, you know, let's get to offense. Kendris Morales takes a deep breath after staying with the Royals. And what does he do? He goes deep. His 17th home run of the year off of Chris Archer to break the shutout. And Chris Archer, damn good in his own right, by the way. Seven and a third, three runs on six hits, six Ks and a walk for a guy who's had a pretty disappointing season. But if you're a fantasy baseball player, you love him because he strikes out so many guys better than a hitter per inning. But, you know, not not the kind of year Archer's looking for. The Royals do okay against him, getting the three runs on six hits. And you saw RBIs from SK and Lorenzo Cain. By the way, I remember earlier this year when the Royals gave Chris Archer his worst start ever? That was amazing. That was back in the day when I thought we had the division this year wrapped up. Well, not wrapped up, but I thought we were going to win it back then. <sighs> Seems like forever ago. But yeah, the Royals got RBIs tonight from Eski and Kane in addition to that home run. We mentioned Chester Cuthbert a second ago. Two hits and a walk, so on base three times. Continues to completely do awesome out of that two-hole. Who was the first guy publicly to say two-hole three weeks before it happened? <clears throat> Pat in the back. I don't. I don't do it very often. I give myself a small pat in the back. 
I do got to reward a number of my um, of my uh, followers though on Twitter who have been clamoring for Paula Orlando leading off for a while. I, I had never really thought about that or jumped on that, so I'll, that's one thing I didn't even think of. So Royals followers, there's a few of you on Twitter. Uh, I'm patting the back to you for Paulo Orlando as a leadoff guy because I think that should happen here pretty soon. I hope you know. I like the idea of moving Esky back down and moving Orlando up to the one hole and keeping Cuthbert in the two. But we shall see what happens. I also wouldn't be totally opposed to seeing Lorenzo Kane in the leadoff spot either. The Royals have still lost eight of ten, but they'll look to win this series with three games to go. Hopefully, get two of the next three. And let's look at the matchups here: Donovan Ventura, Matt Andrees coming up tomorrow. Ventura six and nine, a four eight eight. Andrees six and two, a two point seven five. Now, Andrees is starting in place of Matt Moore, who was traded to the Giants. And the Royals saw Andrees earlier this year, back on May thirtieth. Was not a good night for the Royals. They scored just one run against him in seven innings. Three Ks and two walks. Uh, an extreme sinker ball guy who gets a lot of ground balls is Andrees. His first start, though, in a long time since June 25th at Baltimore. A nice-looking young pitcher, though, is Matt Andrees. Now, Ventura, eight innings, three runs on four hits. His last time out against Texas with six Ks and a walk has not seen Tampa this year. You know, I like the Royals tomorrow. Let's get a win. Let's, let's get a little crazy. Let's get a little winning streak. It's been over a month since we've won two games in a row. Let's go ahead and do it. Edinson Volquez pitches game three against Jake Odorizzi on Wednesday. Uh, Volquez, another deep breath guy who's still with the Royals, 8-9, a 4-7-0. Take out that one start, he's like a 3-8-8, but we can't do that. I understand it's baseball. But Odorizzi, 5-5, five five, a 3-8-8. Speaking of 3-8-8. Now, Volquez struggled his last time out against Texas. Six innings, five runs on nine hits. It'll be his first start of the year against Tampa. Ditto for Odorizzi, his first start of the year against his former teammates, former club, the Royals. Now, Jake comes in with 14 and two-thirds innings of consecutive scoreless after his start against the Yankees on Friday. So the Royals will look to hopefully get that one on Wednesday. Realistically, the Royals will split the next two. And then it comes down to Ian Kennedy and Drew Smiley to see if the Royals can get three out of four coming up on Thursday. It's a day game, 11 a.m. on Thursday, KC time here. Kennedy, seven innings, one run on six hits. Looked fantastic against Texas with six Ks and no walks. His last time out on Saturday. Has faced Tampa this year. Was very good that night, too. May 30th, six innings. No runs on three hits with six Ks and five walks. Speaking of a, a lot of walks, that obviously is a lot of walks. Drew Smiley, a guy who will walk a lot, throw a lot of pitches, can be really good or really bad. Drew Smiley, a real Jekyll and Hyde tall lefty. Comes off six innings of two runs against the Yankees his last time out. The Royals did see him back on May 31st, lit him up like a Christmas tree. Four innings, eight runs on 12 hits. For KC, last time out against Smiley back on the 31st of May. So there you go. I'll, I'll take the Royals to win two of the next three. Three out of four in this series. And again, a bit surprised the Royals didn't make any more moves today. But, you know, you can only do what's offered. And if it makes you 1% better this year and not really much better next year, I can kind of see why you might keep these guys on the off chance you make a run and keep the team together and it gives you a chance to offer them. You know, maybe the Royals have some sort of deal where they promise they won't accept the qualifying offer so they can get a pick, or maybe they'll work out a deal for two years with Volquez. We'll see what happens, but it'll be interesting, and what a night for Danny Duffy, and we'll be back with you again tomorrow night on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great one, and go Royals!